Good morning and welcome to the final Monday of March 2009. And as with any good ending, comes a new beginning this April as we move into spring and look forward to some travels. Like Paul who said about Jesus after the resurrection, and for many days he was seen by those who traveled with him from Galilee to Jerusalem. They are now his witnesses to our people. And that is a totally on-topic word for today's show, and it comes from Acts 13.31, and at the end of that chapter is an amazing dissertation from Paul, who in all his travels ended up in Antioch to give a word of encouragement. He stood, I suppose, without hesitation and shared how God had delivered his people from Egypt, led them into the promised land, and to a Savior who was crucified and raised from the dead. I'm Bo Ellis with Christ Across America, and travel is the topic of this Monday's The Word on Wellness with Chris Hughes, Destination Training. I'm coming to you, as usual, from our Tampa studios, and with me on his phone from the Bradenton headquarters of 1010 Wellness is your own Chief Wellness Instigator, Chris Hughes. Hey, Chris. Hey, Bo. It's great to hear from you again. Hey, man, so you didn't decide to drive across the state uh, to South Florida and into the Keys tonight. I'm glad to hear that. Yes, yes. Um, for those that are listening, that um, I just got back from a trip uh, up in New York, and we'll talk more about this, but it was my original plan to get home, repack my bag, and get on the road again. But um, after a full day of travel, I said, you know what, I can get up early and get it done uh, uh, just as well first thing Monday morning. Well, that's awesome. We're we're kind of recording live in a new format for our show tonight, and I, I welcome you guys to a, to a Sunday night recording. Uh, Chris, you mentioned this topic, destination training, to me a couple weeks ago, and I think you've even done a couple of trips since. Um, talk to me a little bit about where in the world you've been training lately. Well, I guess what prompted us to talk about it was, was the trip to New York City that I had on my calendar. And one of the things that trips up a lot of us is, is travel, um, particularly those people who, who have to cover a lot of geography in their work. It's real easy to kind of get off track and, and use travel as, as, as an excuse. I'm just the opposite. I think it's great to travel because um, it, it usually affords me an opportunity to get out and, and explore and see some new area um, on foot. And truly, some meetings or some trade shows or whatever are just jam-packed with activity, and it really is a challenge to fit some time in. And, and that's when usually the morning is the time to, to pull it off before everything uh, kind of breaks loose, because um, dinners and clients and all that fun stuff often takes us into the late hours. But um, like I say, I, I had a trip to New York City planned, and what do you suppose I look forward to in New York City, Bo? Well, I kind of know the answer to that one, but I'd be thinking, if, if I didn't know the answer, I'd be thinking I'd be strapping some running shoes on and kind of sightseeing by foot. And, and what, what is the, 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 the thing that people like to see, the runners, runners and cyclists, where do they like to go in New York City? Well, that's funny. I would say um, Times Square or Broadway, but I, I'm pretty sure you'd answer um, Central Park. You are right on that, Bo, Central Park. And I happen to stay at, at Times Square, and that's a great place to sightsee 
not a great place to run. Man, I'm telling you, there were thousands of people on Friday night just cruising up and down the sidewalks. And it's a sight to see. I, I absolutely love that. It is so different. It definitely takes me out of my element to be in New York City. And, you know, it's all tourists, so everybody's um, just having a good time, just checking out the lights and... Um, uh, Times Square is a definite, definite sight to behold. Well, let me mention something, too. I was in Philadelphia last year, and I was just inspired by the number of guys that, that ride these um, single-speed, like, track bikes, these old-school, you know, mm-hmm. uh, steel-frame, you know, street bikes. And it's it's kind of a culture. They'll throw a bag and, and, and ride their bikes pretty much as their, their regular means of transportation. So I was really encouraged by those guys. But I know, Chris, when I travel... I always would take my running shoes, and I know you have taken your uh, your hiking boots, your bike, uh, whatever. I think the show and the reason we bring this up is for those of us who are blessed enough to be able to travel either in our work or, or vacationing, um, that's not an excuse or, or, or a reason to, to, to pack it in and, and forget that you're trying to, to live a life of, of wellness. In fact, it's an opportunity, and we think it's an awesome opportunity to to accomplish a couple of things and I know the first one we wanted to talk about today Chris was this idea that you know what better way to really get into the culture of a community that you're not from and to really see their the people for who they are so tell me a little bit about your run today and um, I'm really encouraged to find out what you learned and what God was maybe telling you well um, like I say I was staying in Times Square and that is around the 45th block and I guess Central Park starts around the 59, 59th Street, something like that. So it's a little over a mile to get from the hotel to the park itself. So just that one mile running running along Broadway and looking at the different stores and banks and just everything that's there. So there's just so much, I guess you could say, commercial stimulation there. Um, and it's it's so different. Um, and and, and um, while it's interesting, that would definitely not be my preferred kind of uh, running venue uh, along a city street and this morning not a very pleasant day um, if it weren't for you or wanted to hear about this Central Park run I may have just as well gone to the treadmill in the in the hotel for a workout because it you was see cold. It, there you go accountability and community <laughs> right there evidence right in front of our listeners I love it and, and it's absolutely true Bo um but it was cold and rainy, but I knew, because I've done this a bunch of times, I knew that once you get past that first mile or whatever the distance might be for you, you you warm up a little bit and then you're just glad to be out there. And it wasn't raining by the time I got out there, just a little bit of a drizzle, but it was cold. At any rate, ran that first mile along the city blocks until I got to Central Park. And once I arrived, and crossed the street and got into the park and around the grass and the trees and the trails, I really felt like I had found God. And and, and I don't mean to uh, over-dramatize that situation, but it was so refreshing to get out of or off of the concrete into a park. And um, I could even say when I got home today, uh, and, and got off the plane and was driving and driving over Tampa Bay, I felt that same feeling again. But just the point of that is, for me anyway, it's a lot easier to f- experience God when I'm in a, a natural setting like a park. That said... Um, Chris, let me, uh, let me jump in. I've had a chance to run uh, 
from Copley Square or Copley Center, I think they call it in Boston, down to, um, uh, I guess it was Chinatown or Little Italy. Yeah, that was it. Um, I got to see the Charles River and all that in Boston, you know, that way. I was running a pretty good clip at that time down along the riverfront. It's an amazing run. I've run the lake in Chicago. Um, I've run every step in New Comiskey. It's uh, doing up, down, overs uh, during early hitting, and maybe we'll talk more about that later. But I think back to some of my fondest memories of some of trips that I've taken have always been of the type of training or some of the, the time that I've gotten to spend, you know, just out there with God and just kind of asking him to show me what he'd like to show me. And more importantly, and I wanted to touch on this idea uh, uh, Paul had mentioned from Acts 13, this idea of witnesses. You know, what better way to get into a community and ask God to really reveal himself to you and what he'd have for you and his will for you than to kind of put folks in front of you and see who you'd bump into. So I'm curious, um, looking at Central Park today, I know you said you left the busy streets and got into this park. Were you pretty much out there by yourself? No, Bo. Even though the weather was really crummy, there were quite a few runners, certainly not as many as you would normally expect to find on a Sunday morning, but there were a lot of runners out there. And there was one interesting group. Um, uh, there must have been 20, 25. Uh, they, they, they appeared to be Japanese, but at any rate, they were all kind of training together. So I'm sure that was some sort of, uh, some sort of organization, probably a business that had everybody tied together. Uh, but... Um, that said, there were still plenty of wide open spaces in Central Park. Most people, I think the regulars, will kind of run on the on the road um, in, a, in a bike lane and they have a, a kind of a runner's path. I chose to go off of that trail and kind of go on some of the winding asphalt trails that kind of meander around different uh, spots within the park. I guess you could say it's kind of a tourist way to do it, but um, it's, it's just a matter of exploring. When I, when I travel, um, I love to bring the running shoes, and that is my way of exploring, is, is to seek out a new city or a new area, and today was definitely no exception. I, I, I got to run uh, through a, a, a bird conservation area that was kind of a, led up to the very top where you get to the Conservancy, I think that's what it's called, the Central Park Conservancy, which is just a beautiful uh, stone building kind of at a peak there in a park that overlooks uh, a, a big expanse, and then I discovered something else. And next time I go back to Central Park, I'm gonna I'm gonna seek it uh, immediately and then and run on it. It's called the Bridal Trail, and you know how I love to talk about and promote running off of hard surfaces, particularly concrete and, and off of asphalt if you ever can. Well, the Bridal Trail not it has nothing to do with a, a wedding. It's it's more of a uh, an equestrian um, venue where it's it's a a hard packed dirt trail it's about a 4.2 mile loop that doesn't go around the entire park but man what a great uh, what a great surface to run on if you're if you're trying to, uh, to you know keep it soft well that's where I was kind of going with that is this idea of adventuring and really when you travel there's nothing better than going out without a real uh, hard map and I know most of us would leave the room with some idea of a route, but if you've never done it, uh, it can be really exciting and exhilarating that you're really not sure where you are. I mean, I remember being in Montana, going cross country by bicycle and being 
uh, probably scared to death that I got lost up in the mountains of Montana on a billy goat path. And, you know, though I never really did have this sense of fear, it was more a sense of exhilaration and um, certainly didn't, um, didn't stop my feet from pedaling. So I think the idea there is, Chris, that if you're going to be out and you're going to take your gear with you, I think you'd be more inspired to actually get out and do the run uh, with this idea of adventuring. And I wanted to mention also that um, if you hadn't been in New York City, that 39 degrees and, and, and the, the yucky weather might have prevented you or kept you from going out, uh, maybe as much as the accountability factor. But there's this whole idea of the lure uh, of the trip. And if you're like me, I'm not going to pass up an opportunity to say, you know, I ran you know, Central Park. And I'm glad you had the opportunity to do that, Chris. It's awesome. Go ahead for me, Chris, if you would, at this point of the show. I think it'd be great for for you to kind of bring it all back together for us and kind of guide me into, um, I want to talk about Genesis 12 and 13 at the end of the show today. So what was the other topic you wanted to touch on? Well, um, one, I would definitely say it's great to be able to bring your running shoes or I'll even carry with me my, my, my swim goggles and a pair of swim trunks if uh, you know a lot of these hotels have pools. So I guess the, the bottom line, traveling is it, it can create some terrific memories and some great opportunity opportunities to explore. The other um, direction I wanted to go with, with destination training, Bo, has to do with racing. And I know we've talked about triathlon and how um, I've done a number of them, you've done a number of them. Probably the best memory I have from a triathlon was was one that I did up in Panama City Beach with uh, my friend Scott Dickinson, uh, and there were others that we knew that did the race. But the point of it was, it was it was a long way. We had to drive almost seven hours to get there, and it was a um, it was a half Ironman, which um, you know certainly requires a lot of training. But the, the the venue for the weekend actually spanned three days, so you were able to get there. You you could kind of relax and kind of get to get a feel for the area. Um, the next day there was an expo, and we got to uh, actually I'm, I'm sorry, the, the first day was the expo. The next day was the race. After the race, they had a little um, a little party, a little celebration, and then finally the the, the third day they had a breakfast kind of an awards breakfast so they were able to take a, a, a race and turn it into just a terrific um, weekend opportunity and we even brought our families with us and just turned it into just great fun I know my brother and many you know thousands of others for that matter have done the New York City Marathon or other long distance or, or, or marathons that are a long distance away and just turn it into a vacation and whether you and your wife or spouse are doing it or not you know one can support the other and, and, and the kids can come along and cheer you cheer you through your uh, your event and I think it's just a great way to and a healthy way to travel and it's just to make for a cert, certainly a different kind of vacation well that's kind of the culture of wellness and that's really what we're we're trying to encourage people to do, uh, whether it's through this podcast or your blog or, or our training or, or, or Tentum Wellness or anything that we're doing. Um, it's great to suggest that when we plan a vacation, we sure like to, you know, maybe include a half marathon or a half Ironman uh, with it or, or vice versa. So kudos to you guys for putting that together, for taking the families. I know, Chris, I've done um, Hell in Georgia with you and Steve Florence and Dunphy and the boys, and what a great time to drive up to that little German town and and do that. Helen, 
yeah, Helen, and do that incredible ride yeah, that we did up uh, Triple Gap or whatever they call that, uh, Don Delanaga, all that stuff. What was the name of the crazy ride that we did along that river, Chris? Oh, that was the Soqui River, Bo. The Soqui uh, River ride. Man, yep. Dunphy and, and Florence peeled off. They wanted to go back to the hotel, and we turned left. And boy, what a blessing. We just had this incredible ride. And again, to that idea that we really weren't sure where we were at. And and um, we just saw kind of that northern Georgia, you know, small town uh, chicken farmer kind of kind of God thing. And I think God really spoke to us that day. And that's the kind of fellowship and the brotherhood that happens out there um, that really doesn't happen, you know, at the sports bar over some chicken wings, although I do enjoy that type of fellowship as well. That makes two of us. Man, thanks for bringing that, Chris. It's really awesome. I wanted to go ahead and talk with you maybe a little bit about what I see the word, you know, kind of telling me in this topic. And we'd heard earlier from Paul, who, you know, obviously he was one of the ultimate travelers. And uh, in Acts 13, he mentioned that we're, we're his witnesses uh, we're witnesses for Christ, and we should do that in, in all of our lives, not just in our fitness. But I'm reminded of the call of Abraham in Genesis 12 when, you know, God basically said, Hey, Abraham, I'm picking you, and um, I want you to just pack your grip, and uh, I'm just going to take you to a place you've never seen. And, and Abraham's just, you know, faithful and says, Okay, Lord, I'll do that. So if you look at Genesis 12, in verse 4, it says, So Abram left, as the Lord had told him. In verse 5, he took his wife Sarai, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, and they set out for the land of Canaan. In verse 6, Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Morah at Shechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. In verse 7, the Lord appeared to Abram and, and, and said, and this is the, the covenant, this is the promise, he said, To your offspring I will give this land. So, he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. In verse 8, from there he went on towards the hills of East Bethel, then the Negev, then Egypt, then back to the Negev. Then in chapter 13, this is kind of where I'm headed with this, Abraham and Lot split up, and uh, Abram stays in Canaan. And uh, in verse 16, God says, I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. In verse 17, go walk through the length and breadth of the land. I'm giving it to you. Uh, go walk through the land, God says to Abram. And in 18, so Abram moved his tents and went to live near the great trees of Mamre at Hebron, where he built an altar to the Lord. And that's where I wanted to talk about, Chris. When Abram got where he was going, each time, he built an altar, and I want to suggest that when we're out and we're blessed to be able to travel, we should strap our running shoes on, and I think we should give that run as an offering, as, a, as an offering of thanks. And in addition to, to being a witness, I think just giving our fitness and our wellness you know, to the Lord for the bodies He gave us in the first place uh, is really kind of where I'm going with that. So I just wanted to pray for us, Chris. Father God, thank you, Lord, for, for the gifts that you've given us, for the call that you put on our hearts to just go. And Lord, when we go, let us go for you. Lord, let us build an altar. Let us give you that, that, that workout. Let us give you that training as an offering and a, and a thanksgiving. 
for the beauty that you've given us to run through. So thank you for Chris's run through Central Park and for Chris's uh, being with us uh, for this podcast. And for all our listeners, we just pray for them and their families right now, Lord. We say thank you for every year that's happened upon this podcast. We pray for those that don't know you, Jesus, as Lord and Savior. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Brother Bo. And uh, I just love that, to, to offer up each of our workouts to, uh, to the Father. I mean, no, no better way to put it than that. Well, it all belongs to Him. So, Chris, uh, that should wrap this week. Really appreciate the new format, and I hope you listeners do as well. We're going to keep the show fresh, keep it live, and try to keep it to 20 minutes so that you can try to schedule maybe your workouts uh, with us. And we appreciate that. Um, 1010 Wellness uh, is at 1010wellness.com, and it's a vision that Chris has for leading people into healthy lifestyles and activities they can get excited about. Did I say that right? You said it exactly right. Thank you, Bo. And here at Christ Across America, find us at ChristAcrossAmerica.com. Our ministry is about creating awareness for the folks that are getting it done for Jesus in local communities. We thank you all for listening, and we hope you check in with us next Monday morning. This has been the Word on Wellness with Chris Hughes, and we'll see you guys next week.